I was laughing on the way here because I cycled in this morning and I left my house at 5 a.m. It just made me feel like a real breakfast radio DJ just starting (laughs) the day at 5 a.m. And I was cycling past all of the bakers. I just tipped my hat and I said, you bake the bread, I'll bake the cast. (laughs) (laughs) I, I told you I got a couple of years ago... I found that there was a new airline going from Berlin to Singapore, Singapore to Adelaide called Scoot. Mm -hmm. Have I told you this? Yeah, I know about Scoot. I don't know if you've told me. It was ridiculously cheap, but they give you nothing, which was great because I just took it as a total challenge because I knew that I got nothing. I did a (laughs) lot of research before I got on the flight. I knew that as soon as I got on, there'd be no food, no blanket, no pillow, anything. But they had all of that stuff, of course, to sell you on the flight. But I brought all of it. I filled an Android tablet with movies that I could watch. I hadn't seen many movies that year, so I pretty much just filled it with every Oscar-nominated movie from that year that I could choose from. Mm -hmm. I even made myself a little stand out of cardboard that I could stand my little... (laughs) I could stand my little eye, my little tablet on. And then I brought a pillow and I snuck food on, even though you weren't, they said don't in the yeah, in okay. the literature. They told you not to. Yeah. They said, oh, you're not allowed to bring food on. And I said, yeah, we'll see about that. So I just made mm. all these sandwiches, brought a little blanket. I brought a pillow and the poor lady next to me looked like she just hadn't read any of the literature that she just saw a cheap fly <laughs> and thought this would be great. And she had nothing She was not prepared. Mm. And so she was just pulling out her credit card every two seconds, having to buy a $20 sandwich, $45 can of beer. Yeah. She's having to, (laughs) she was trying to watch movies on her phone. It was laughable. I said, you look ridiculous. (laughs) Mate, I'm going to tell you, there's a couple of major advantages to this that would make sense on any flight. Yeah. The first one is that, If you organize this yourself, you can choose the movies that you want to see beforehand. Yeah. Bring them on your device. And so you don't, you're not limited by what the selection of movies is from the airline. Right. Yeah. But here's the big one. This is the most important. You don't get your film interrupted by their advertising or the captain's messages or the stewardesses talking to you either so you know you've always got those Mm. your screen freezes and it's oh we have to tell you about scratch cards for the children that don't have eyes in some country you've never heard of (laughs) and i and i'm like hey i'm trying to watch hangover three here (laughs) i said look yeah yeah." so you don't get any of that so they're saying come on why don't you just why don't you give some money to unicef and I'm like, I'm like, this is Qatar Airways. Why don't you give some money to UNICEF? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, last time I checked how Qatar was doing, it's fine. You guys could probably end child poverty with the sign of a pen. <laughs> I used to just be able to sleep 
anywhere, anytime, like a log, you require Seinfeld? Well, see, this is a fairly new thing because last year during lockdown, I was living on a farm basically about three hours from Melbourne. So it was exceptionally quiet. I mean, the farm was about an hour's walk from the nearest town and the nearest town was only a few thousand people. So in short, you know, it was probably the quietest place that I've slept in years or maybe ever for any significant length of time. Initially, I found I slept exceptionally well. Then I work picked up. I was a bit stressy. And, you know, you'd be going to sleep and there'd be absolutely nothing to focus on because there's just no ambient noise or anything at all. Yeah. Uh, And I know, I mean, I kind of grew up watching Seinfeld, so I know all the episodes pretty well. You know, I don't... don't know them word for word, but I know the rhythm of each episode. And and because of that, I, I can picture what's going on. I don't need any visuals really to, to remember the scene. So yeah, I just got into like, I just would put it on and let it play while I fell asleep. And then occasionally I have like weird Seinfeld accented dreams. <laughs> and then, you know, like Kramer will appear in one of my dreams, but it'll be at some sort of weird subconscious mutant that's half my dad and half Kramer and he's telling me he's disappointed in me or something. (laughs) And, uh, and, and, uh, and then usually I'll wake up at a certain point and pull the headphones out and get back to sleep. But it's, it's sometimes I won't and I'll wake up and I will have just listened to like two seasons of Seinfeld (laughs) as I slept. It's very, I was never somebody who needed this kind of stimulation to get to sleep. And I kind of looked down on people that, that did as being sort of overstimulated millennials or something that couldn't just fucking have a bit of shut eye like a normal person. And now, and now I've become one of them. I think I sent you that clip the other day of that journalist. Yeah. And he had... Dawkins on and it would have been one of these classic get Dawkins in front of an audience of people who are religious and get him to do a few smackdowns yeah they just get him to do a few smackdowns but he had I reckon it's on Dutch TV it's certainly European I don't even know why he agreed to do it Brandon Flowers is the lead singer of the Killers and he's a Mormon (laughs) and he went on some TV show about faith and I was as soon as I even saw the clip I was just, I could tell, I was like, why have you agreed to this, Brandon? It's just Brandon Flowers agreeing to go on TV to defend Mormonism against Dawkins. And you just go, this is not going to be a good idea. Yeah. And of course, Dawkins just comes knowing exactly what Mormons believe. And he just holds it up to yeah. Brandon Flowers and says, is this what you believe? And then makes Brandon Flowers go... <laughs> Yes. Mm. And then, it's, of course, you just look crazy. Mm. And really, Brand- it, Dawkins could have just said, I love Mr. Brightside. That's a great song. <laughs> exactly. And you just, if you're going to, if you need to be a Mormon to keep kicking out hits yeah. like that, then you stay a Mormon <laughs> in Las Vegas, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not going to agree on everything, but I just want to get this out there at the beginning. Yeah. I love that song. It's a real earworm for me. Yeah. When I wrote The God Delusion, it was really the soundtrack. I love Sam's Town, your second album. That's <laughs> that's a great album. I love The Killers. I've got I to gotta tell you, man, they did a surprise 
live set at Glastonbury a few years ago. I was not there. I was watching it on TV. But yeah, they were an unannounced uh, addition to the lineup. So you bought your ticket, mm-hmm. got your lineup, and then just suddenly surprised killers. And they come on mm. the stage and the audience is losing their mind. And I... I couldn't believe how many killer songs I knew. I knew every song in the set and I'm not a massive, massive super fan of the killers. Mm. And he has got a killer voice. Yeah. They do a cover of Ice House's Electric Blue, which they did during lockdown, oh. by the way. And he his voice is just super. I love that Brandon man. Mm. And he's ultra handsome. Have you seen his head? Yeah, he's a cool guy. It's, he's got a he's beautiful a cool, it's very chiseled. He's got a chiseled Las Vegas head. And he's a Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> he's everything you want in a rock star. Yeah. Las Vegas. Mormon. Squarehead. He believes that Jesus went to America. He, be- <laughs> he believes that Jesus went to America. I was I was going for a walk the other day, and I don't know I don't know what happens. To, it's funny what happens to your music taste if you're not somebody who pours heaps of time into keeping up with things. Because I'll just shazam a song that I like, or I'll hear something randomly and and decide I really like it when I'm over at someone's house or whatever. But it's just willy nilly, or I'll just get it from Spotify recommending something to me. That's yeah. fairly common. So my. My sort of on-repeat playlist on Spotify is just kind of, it'll go from like the Chieftains to Wet-Ass Pussy or something, <laughs> and I just think, it'll seriously, the other day I went from a Chieftain song to Cardi B doing, it wasn't, that is hilarious. It wasn't WAP, it was, it was money, and I thought- Are you listening to I Cardi B? Yeah, I quite like her. <laughs> I don't know why. That's great. <laughs> but I thought, geez, that is a transition that I bet, that might be the first time in history that Spotify's <laughs> ever- ever done that <laughs> going from like the chieftains doing boil the breakfast early to money <laughs> by cardi b i didn't realize that you were in an apartment building i thought you were in a house no we're in an apartment building we're actually looking for a new place this is really good everyone's going to be interested in this we're looking for a new house <laughs> because um because there's too many fucking stairs basically yeah, okay. it's one of the main reasons but we've we've kind of been because the market's not that good for houses at the moment. We've yeah, been it's gonna be great. caught between. Gonna love this. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting <laughs> stuff. But I'm segueing into something because what I was saying is, what art do you have in your house? I've uh, got things that remind me of Adelaide. I have a yeah. print that my mum gave me of the old Urban Cow Studio, the building out the front, because that's mm, gone now. I remember it. Actually, I don't have this. I don't have this yet. I'm about to make this for myself. My brother sent mm-hmm. me a photograph that he had taken when he was at a friend's house of a poster that just has loads of native Australian birds on it, and it's from the 70s. It was put yeah. out. I found did all this research. I just Google reverse image searched it, and it turns out it's from the 70s, and I think it was put out by the New South Wales government and. You can just download it now for free, and it's two hundred. It's mm. two hundred megabytes. You, I found it on some mm-hmm. library resource site, and it's two hundred megs. So it's going to be schmicko quality, and then I can just print it over mm. here and put it up. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Where would you print it? 
You can just print it anywhere. Print I mean, something like if that? you if I was if I was in your position, you can print it at OfficeWorks. You can just go into OfficeWorks with a USB, and you can even choose the the paper quality you want. I did it last I did it last year with um a movie poster. Yeah, I just went into OfficeWorks I and just, I said, I just want I just want the edit of this to be me talking about my stairs and my property, <laughs> and then you talk you explaining how to get something printed at OfficeWorks, <laughs> and we'll still. We'll do a little test run where we send that out to people and just see if we can push even acquaintances to give critical feedback. Like, <laughs> like, could, like. Mm. I was watching. I reckon it was a Dan Murphy's ad because my phone is still set to. My phone still thinks I'm in Australia, or at least Instagram still thinks I'm in Australia. Right. So it was sending me Dan Murphy's ads for any of our listeners mm. who don't know Dan Murphy's is perhaps the biggest alcohol uh, seller in Australia. It's a massive, it's basically an alcohol supermarket. It's huge. Yeah. And it was this very flashy, fun commercial that appeared on Instagram that just said, it was presented in that kind of buzzfeedy way where it would just cut to kind of soft focus pastel wearing of course cosmopolitan yeah. looking people where and then the ad was what's your, what's your whiskey and the first person just said oh I used to be in, I'm kind of intimidated by whiskey and then somebody said don't be intim- intimidated by whiskey it's you know just have fun just play with it and then there was all these <laughs> appealing shots of ice cubes plopping into glasses of this beautiful amber liquid then it just had it just cut there it cut to a young woman with a glass of whiskey saying i love the rich smoky flavors someone else just falling into the gutter and saying please don't tell my wife i love her the next cut was just a man holding another man by the collar and just going <laughs> what did you say what did you say about my girlfriend fucking say it in my face you fucking <laughs> Let's shift gears to the Adelaide Fringe Festival and the man who breathes through his eyes. Oh, yeah. So for our thousands of listeners, <laughs> I don't know if he still appears, but when we were growing up as young men in Adelaide and we would go to the Adelaide Fringe Festival that would take place once a year in the Garden of Unearthly Delight, which was essentially a nighttime venue with a bunch of bars and food stalls there was a guy Mm. i don't he was just he was almost had the most generic european accent you can think of because i can't now pick where he was from yeah and his whole shtick which was quite amazing that he had turned this into a festival performance his whole (laughs) shtick was that he could do something which is actually extremely common from what i understand Mm. and that is that you hold your breath and you you take a deep breath and then you hold your nose and you close your mouth and then you, you push the air and some of it goes through, I guess, your ear, nose and throat cavity and goes up towards your eyes. And I think a tiny amount of it can come out of your tear ducts. I hope this is yeah. right. Yeah, it must and be. I think it's a quite a large percentage of the population that can do this. But of course, most people just go. Yeah, I, I used to be able to do it as well. I think he's somehow managed to convince people that it's amazing. And 
Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just the theater that he adds to the performance where he stands around his tiny tent at night mm-hmm. and he does God knows how many of these five minute shows a night. And he stands around <laughs> That's for, true. Stands, I never thought about that. He stands around for ten or fifteen minutes in a in a gown, in a robe, and he says he's got a microphone <laughs> and he just as people walk past, he just says, Come inside. I'm going to show you a beautiful moment. I am the man who can breathe through his eyes and it's just a beautiful <laughs> moment that I want to give you. And it's a beautiful show and it's five minutes. It's a five minute show. It's interesting pitch, isn't it? Because he, he's not leaving any aspect of it in dis, in a suspense. No. He's just but, saying, this is, the, all, this is all that I will do. Yeah. But he doesn't tell you what's going to happen when you get in there. And he goes, just mm. come in. I can give you a beautiful moment and when I demand you breathe through his eyes and I want you to come in and you don't need to waste your whole night if you have this five minute show. It's a beautiful show. It's five dollars. <laughs> and then he He's very soft spoken. He's very soft spoken. And then when you go in there, it was all it's a tiny little tent that felt like yeah. it was picked up from a camping store and then he'd somehow got his yeah. hand on a bath. And it's just all got LED, it's got LED lights inside. And then, yeah. then there's a small amount of water. And then he presses play on a boom box and it starts playing some new agey music. And then he sort of addresses the crowd and says, okay, I'm going to do my thing now. And then he disrobes and he was wearing, he had no shirt on and he had like leather underwear on or something. <laughs> like and, a leather thong. Yeah, he had a leather thong. And that's I was right. Just like, why? That's an interesting choice. It seems kind of needlessly erotic. Yeah. Like just put some Speedos on. He hops in the bath, <laughs> lies down, and the bath itself had LED lights in it. And then he lay back, mm. held his nose, and then a tiny amounts of bubbles would come out of the corners of his eyes. Yeah. And then. Although, now hearing you describing it, I am getting a bit emotional so maybe there is something to it yeah it was a beautiful moment it was a beautiful was a beautiful moment i remember i remember that as the as the bubbles came out of his eyes you turned to me weeping and you said why can't we all just get along (laughs) i I feel like i feel like if you just were able to get in those days it was you know if we could just get the Taliban and George Bush in, into this tent and they saw the, the little cascading spirals of bubbles coming up, then they'd know. We're all in this together. <laughs> 